What's good, y'all? Welcome back, J and J. Oof, uh, I don't, I don't know how you feel, Julian. What's up, bro? That that Sunday was pretty weird, man. if you ask me. <laughs> it was a great Sunday, man. Great Sunday, great end to the Sunday. Even the Eagles game was like, all right, it sucked, but it was still a great Sunday, man. I loved it. Mm. It was all right. <laughs> the, the first game, I mean, come on, like we we're seeing Josh Johnson play, nah. That 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 was I like mean, a five out of ten for me. Championship Sunday. I I get that, um, but I mean, like I don't know. I anything could have happened. I think Shanahan could have been more creative with the offensive mastermind that he is. He could have had McCaffrey Debo play quarterback. Fuck it. I mean, McCaffrey had well. He was a backup, right? He's an emergency. Yeah, it was him in a use check. Imagine the read option with McCaffrey and Debo. Holy shit. That would have been yeah, sexy to watch. It wouldn't have been because you know what's coming. They're not going to throw it. Just have to sell out for the run. That's true. But still, they're both explosive. Let's uh, let's just dive into the game right now. Like we're already talking about it. So, what'd you think? Hassan Reddick became a uh, Reggie White. That shit was crazy, <laughs> bro. He's been doing that all season. No, I mean, mean, oh, stop it! You're the one saying they're <laughs> underrated and they're nobody's worried about them. They're not, like. No, he he was doing good. He's been doing good the past couple of years with the Panthers and all that. So I'm not I'm not sitting here saying I'm surprised, but he fucking took over that whole first half. He changed the whole game once uh, Purdy hurt his what was it his UCL? That's what they're saying it is. Yeah, so that sucks. I mean, I hate that people kept saying, "Oh, he should have kept playing." Blah blah blah. What nah, the bro, fuck? UCLs are. <laughs> like nah. some people are saying, like, "Stop being a pussy, go out there and play." I'm like, yeah, I get that, but I mean. Bro, that's a that's a serious injury. I mean, you heard the reports. This guy's going to be out what six weeks or not six weeks, six, six months. months. Like, yeah. wow, dude, that's sucks. Yeah, I don't know that. That's they were saying that you can't really feel your your whole arm until like the next day. That's what Terry Bradshaw was saying. But um, yeah, that was crazy. And then Josh Johnson, that was the last guy I thought I was going to see ever play again. Um, <laughs> supposedly Jimmy G was supposed to be cleared. For the championship game, and then he wasn't. I seen him on the sideline smiling yeah, for bro, whatever he, reason. He don't give a fuck, bro. He's <laughs> he's gonna do whatever the fuck he wants. Like, yeah, but you then saw he's him in smiling there. out there in the sideline. Yeah, that's what I'm like, saying. He was fuck? smiling. I don't know what the fuck he was doing, but you know, he's the one who said, "I wish I had a helmet and pads playing out there." But I don't know. You would think he'd be good by now. What you, exactly, what, what, bro? I don't know. I but, my my thoughts to this is, I I feel like. Um, he was hell bet on playing. Um, I part of me feels like he knows he's not coming back, so he's like, "Why am I gonna go out there and risk it uh, mm. to come back, even if I'm not 100 percent healthy?" Unless he is, he is, and you know, fuck him. But um, I don't mind that. I don't mind him not playing because he's got a contract to go out there to seek and all that shit. But what really took me out is him just having the time of his life out there in the sideline, bro. It's the NFC Championship game. You should be a little bit more supportive on your teammates. You should be more. You should be more fired up about the situation, and you know. Well, I mean, I think you said it. All the time, he's just yeah, there think, for the. He's the number one fan lately today. I I think you said it. He just doesn't give a fuck no more. Like he knows he's gone, so that's probably his yeah. mindset. But um, man, Philly, bro, they look good. You know, I didn't I didn't expect it to be a blowout. Obviously, the QB situation kind of made it that way, but either way, they kind of got what they wanted. Um. The game plan was simple: go run at Kinlaw, and really they couldn't do anything about it. So, right. 
Philly's Philly, bro. That that run game, you shouted them out, and yeah, they deserve all the credit and more. I mean, that was just that was a masterpiece what I saw on Sunday by them. You know, even though the game wasn't entertaining for a lot of people, I would just say, like, <clears throat> if you're looking ahead for the Super Bowl matchup, like Philly's run game doesn't look like it's gonna slow down anytime soon. Oh, like yeah. every, everybody's back healthy. It looks like they're saying that Lane Johnson retour is growing in the divisional round. I it doesn't look like it to me. But mm-hmm. man, I mean they just look like a well oiled machine. I knew they'd be the number one seed. I knew they would they would be fucking running through the playoffs, but I didn't think they would make it to the Super Bowl this year. I mean, what a what a job well done. Take notes, Cowboys. That's how you exceed expectations, and that's what you do with the um you know, good coach, good QB, all that. Like, that was just right. – it's crazy what they did this year. Mm-hmm. No, I mean, every all around, bro. Like, there's there's not much of a weakness mm-hmm. um, with this squad. And it's scary to say. Like, there isn't. But I guess the, I, you can debate the, the biggest weakness is quarterback for Jalen Hurts. But even that's not a weakness in my opinion. He's, he's going to stud, MVP candidate. Um, I guess, I don't know. Like, I, I can't wait to discuss previews uh, because – like, I don't know, what are your thoughts on kind of saying that the Eagles had a, had, had kind of one of the easiest paths to the Super Bowl? I, we played a Daniel Jones who's like, yeah. I mean, yeah, he had a good year, but, I mean, it's Daniel Jones for, you know, barely getting better. You played a, a quarterback list Niners, um, and then you had one of the easiest schedules of the season um, mm-hmm. as far as records and standing. So what are your thoughts? No, I've, I've seen that, and I, I think that should, that's not their fault, I would say. Like, it's not like they chose who they who they were playing these these games like that was the schedule they got um you know daniel jones even by us he we were saying he was looking good and they ran in he ran into philly and he looked ass so i don't think that's all for nothing um you know i i don't agree that they had an easy just just look at all the super bowl runs bro like teams get bailed out of playing tough qbs tough teams every single time like don't I don't want to hear that excuse where, oh, they got lucky, bro. Like, they didn't play anybody tough. Like, again, you can look at – I'll even point out to my Patriots when they went to the Super Bowl against the Eagles. That was the easiest run, bro. Mariota, Bortles, and Foles. Like, come on. Like, they, that's not a knock on that team, I would say. Like, oh, they didn't play anybody tough. Like, whatever, bro. Like, no, like, the Eagles, they just look good, bro. I don't care who they play right now. They they can play against anybody. I don't really care what the schedule has 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 been this past year. Like they just look unstoppable right now on both sides. So and... you think they could have gone if they were if you switch if you switch teams if you say the Eagles are in the AFC and the Chiefs are in the NFC? Do you think the Eagles will still make it to the Super Bowl? Yeah, yeah, they're better than the Bengals and they're better than the Chiefs. What do you mean? And the Bills and everybody else in the AFC, they would have. Well, they would have been in the same spot. Okay, <clears throat> that's interesting. Because like, I'm thinking you about don't it, think like, so? No, because no, I'm not discrediting the Eagles whatsoever. They are a hell of a talented team. Like we just discussed, they're they're one of the best. But I don't know. Like they, if you put them in the Chiefs division, with the Broncos. I mean, I'm not even gonna discuss the Broncos. Let's just take them out of the equation. Dude, the Chargers <clears throat> stop it. The Chargers are a respectable team. Oh my god. Um, I mean, despite the fucking shit. No, they're not. They're the fucking. They're a fucking bro. mess, bro. The past couple of years, the, they've been a mess. 
the the Raiders. I mean, they they got a little better. You did not just bring up the you you are you're gonna say I'm not gonna talk bro. about the Broncos and then just continue to say bro. the Raiders, bro. Stop. Relax. Relax. <laughs> I I still think the NFC the AFC West is just as competitive as the NFC. No, it's not. Right East now, is... no, it's not. That's just, that's such a delusional statement to say, bro. The Giants are better than the Broncos and the and the Raiders. The, I would, the commanders are right up there with those two bottom teams. That NFC East is stacked compared to the AFC West. Yeah, I, I'm not even putting the Chargers to compete in the A- NFC East, to be honest. like They would not have any sort of competition. They would not compete with the Cowboys or the Eagles if you put the Chargers in there. The Chiefs, sure, because the Chiefs are good, but I would still say the Eagles are the the team to beat if you put the Chiefs in there and take the commanders out or whatever. But You no. also think, okay, Apart from that, they had they the Chiefs went to Cincy, the Chiefs went to Buffalo, or not? They hosted one of those. I think they hosted Buffalo. Excuse me. Yeah, they hosted mm-hmm. Buffalo. They went to Cincy. Two tough games, obviously. I don't like if you take the Eagles out of the equation. Who are your top three teams in the league? I'm gonna go Chiefs, Bills, Buff, or not in order. Not in order. But Chiefs, Bengals, Bills. Bills are in the um, top. Outside the Eagles, bro. those are my top four teams in the those league. Those aren't the top. Um, the, the Eagles, the Bills included. are not in the top three, bro. Like no, uh, they showed That's it a, all the, all the time, bro. Regular season, they they showed. So who are you shaky. putting over the Bills, um, in the NFL? I mean, I, with the exception of the Eagles, Bengals, and Chiefs. You said the exception of the Eagles. I would I would even put the 49ers above them, bro. Like that that defense against Josh Allen would suffocate them. What the bang the Bengals suffocated them, and they don't even have a an elite D line. And you're gonna put Bosa, or, yeah, Bosa, Armstead, all those dudes against uh, the the Bills. Yeah, good luck, bro. No, I would put the 49ers above. Even though they lost that game on Sunday, I still think the 49ers are better than the Bills. Despite Purdy. Despite despite Purdy, because the defense would just take care of it, bro. Like that, you know. That, I feel like the the against the Eagles, and I, again, I thought Purdy was going to play the whole game. I thought he would be able to manage, it, you know, most of it. But I still think if he was healthy throughout that game, it would have been closer than thirty-one to seven. I mean, you know, Eagles might have still pulled it out, and I even said I'm not going to be surprised if they do. But, um. You know, I, I still think he would manage it against the Bills and they would win. I, the Bills are not top three, no. I, I think the Eagles, you put them in the AFC, they would have made it. It would have been tough for sure, but I still think they could have made it out if you swapped the Eagles and the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. Chiefs would have been cakewalking through the NFC, bro. Like, it's just, you know, anybody would have. Put any put the Bills even, you know, even though they, their defense was Swiss cheese at the end. And their O line couldn't block. I still think that offense against the NFC, you know, right. besides the 49ers, they, they would have got to the NFC championship game in the NFC. So, you know, I don't know. I, I, I still I don't think know, the, the Eagles are, are the team to be right now, bro. What they did is just insane. Yeah. I mean, Eagles are good. They're great. Um, like I said, there's no weakness, but to me, there's. Mm-hmm. There's just something, man. The easy schedules are really getting to me for some reason. For some reason, that, that easy <laughs> schedule. It always has been. That's why, if you notice, when we record, I've never picked the Eagles to win outside of the, the last, you know, pick with between the Niners and the Eagles. But mm. I've never really picked them to go far. I've never have. I mean, I picked them to make playoffs, of course, and stuff like that. I had the Cowboys in the division. And then when we did the playoff previews, I, I discredited the Eagles to make the Super Bowl. And, I mean, I've just never really taken them serious just because of the opponents that they face. 
I mean, I'm looking at the Chiefs, bro. They didn't look too good on Sunday either. Both of those teams look sloppy. We'll get to that game in a bit, but um, I mean, just the way they're looking, what what the Eagles did against the number one defense that that's not nothing. Like that was that was something else. They they pushed around those guys, and the Niners were getting pushed around all season, like 13 straight wins or whatever it was, 12 or 11, and you then see, to. But- run into a buzzsaw like Philly, bro. I mean, that that's not nothing. I'm not going to sit here and say, oh, it was, it was a, it was the Niners. They were, they were going to win anyway. Like, no, like, nah. No, uh, I know, but I feel like there's also a delusional effect as far as like, yeah, they, they torched the Niners defense 100%. But I think that's also impressing it to the offense of the Niners. Like anytime the Niners made a stop, um, they would just go back out in the field like five minutes later because the offense would go three and out. Yeah. Fucking Johnson. And that, that that takes a toll on the defense. Like, you need a breather. You need some time to get back into, like, you know, rest up, you know, stuff like that. And the Niners were on the, on the – I want to see the time of possession. I didn't see that step, but it just felt like the Niners, most of the time, the defense was just out there. They were getting gas, man. And at, mm-hmm. at some point, you will get beat like that. No, I mean, listen, I'm the number one advocate for, like, like the Broncos defense, the Steelers defense. Like, they were always thrown out there, so they look bad in some games. But – I still think like even in the first um the first half, like before I know Purdy got hurt, what was it the first series, but I still think Shanahan he was still getting what he wanted as far as his script goes. Like he was still kinda, you know, getting the runs, getting they just got that touchdown. Like I don't know. They they weren't the forty the ers defense wasn't thrown out there a lot until towards the end of the second quarter and then the game was over by then when it was twenty one to seven. At halftime, when it was seven to seven with a minute thirty left, something like that. But um, I don't know. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not gonna sit here and say the Eagles are gonna. They have the easiest uh, road to the Super Bowl ever. Like I, I don't agree with that. That that has to be studied intensely to look back at all these uh, AFC NFC championship or yeah champions in the past couple of years because I'm sure there's a bunch of teams that had easy ass roads to the Super Bowl. So. Yeah, that that argument to me is stupid. Like I said, a we'll bunch of Patriots man. teams had the easiest routes, and yet they still came out on top to win the Super Bowl. So you know, mm-hmm. like instead of running into the Broncos when they beat the Seahawks, they they played the Colts in the AFC Championship game, and they lost, and they whooped them. Like yeah. and then they they won the Super Bowl. So I I don't think that that counts for anything. And then they played Houston, I think, the week before that. Like, eh. I'm not. I'm not hearing that argument. I know what you mean, though. I, I know you're bringing it up, and I know you've heard people bring it up and talk about it. So I'm not. I'm not calling you out specifically, but just anybody who's making that argument. Ah, nah, that's a dumb argument. Um. <clears throat> so, sounds to me. I, I know we'll get to preview, but <clears throat> you liking this ego squad, huh? I think it's miserable. Yeah. I gotcha. Yeah, I really um, do. Uh, like I said, we'll talk about it now. Let's just shift our focus real quick to the Niners before we go to the other game. What do they do? What do they go from here? I mean, Purdy's out six months, seven, six months, whatever. Jimmy G, as we mentioned, he's out. He's going to be gone. Trey Lance, he's back. He's going to get you know, traded. How good? Like, what, what's going to happen, man? I mean, are they losing key players? I haven't really looked at their offseason preview. Are they losing key players? Jimmy Jimmy Ward is looking like he's on his way out. <clears throat> we know how good he's been in the secondary for them. Um yeah, I don't know what the free agents are looking like. Um, 
bro. I mean, we know the Brady talk is already going to start. Like the it's the t- the clock is ticking. We I've seen a bunch of insiders already say the Tom Brady clock is ticking as we speak. And you know, it's it's going to be interesting to see what he does if he goes to, um, if he goes in the booth to Fox with uh Burkhart or. If he comes back, I don't. You know, it's either Niners or or Raiders. Like the Miami Dolphins already said they're out. Um, you know, as far as free agents, I'm looking at it right now for the Niners. My opinion: Jimmy Ward, Samson Ebukam, Emmanuel Mosley, and Mike McGlinchey. Oh, and Robbie Gold are their top free agents. Robbie so, Gold, man, that's tough. I mean, he's he's a kicker. I'm sure they'll be able to bring him back. Um, okay, you never know. You know, he's 40. Maybe he's he's mulling retirement. Who knows? I mean, he's a kicker. He could yeah. probably play for another four or five years. But, mm-hmm. um, you know, 49ers, the only thing they really have to address is McGlinchey and uh, Ward. Those positions they have to replace because I, I think McGlinchey's on his way out. I think he wants to get paid. Um, yeah. So it's going to be interesting to see what they do. But obviously the number one thing is the QB. Obviously Jimmy G is a free agent as well. I didn't mention him because, you know, he's kind of – I don't think he's the number one free agent they need to attain, if I'm being honest. So um it just depends what they what they view with Trey Lance. It really does. Like if they see he's the guy, and I've seen reports saying that unless he does a an astronomical jump in training camp and things like that, it's Purdy's team. But if Purdy's out, I, I think they might kick the tires on Brady or, or Rogers. I know the Packers already said supposedly allegedly reported. They're not trading him to an NFC team. Um, I just, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, we'll see if the price is right. Who knows? But I think if they don't see anything in Lance and obviously Purdy, who knows how he's going to come back from that injury? I think they'll kick the tires on one of those two for sure. If, that's why I feel like you got to go get Brady because, I mean, Brady's a one year rental if he comes. <clears throat> yep. You get Purdy plenty of rest to kind of get to know the system a little more again. Mm-hmm. Maybe even get mentored by Brady a little bit. Yeah, um, that's a good. That's the best point you can go. I mean, if you get Rogers, you know how. Long, I don't know how long Rogers will want to play football. I mean, I know he's mauling retirement here. Probably there, the but... rest of that contract. I think he has three years left. Yeah, so like at that point, you're you're committing to Rogers moving forward. Yeah. Um, I I don't think that's clever. Um, I mean, I don't know. And then short term, it is short term. Yeah, sure. yeah. I just think the best plan is Brady. Um, you know, you can't go wrong with either one, but Brady would be the better bet. And, um, at the other day, like I said, he's just one year, and then you can go back with Birdie afterwards, mm-hmm. um, and then kind of go from there. And with Rogers, you kind of you never know what. I mean, <clears throat> there's always been talks about Rogers not being kind of, I guess you could say, quote unquote, teammate guy. He's just his persona and his like attitude is just a little different. I guess you could say compared to Brady's. And I think Brady just with the championship he has, there's gonna be a lot more respect coming in with him and. You know, just a lot more mentorship, in my opinion. But who knows? I mean, maybe I'm just talking out of my ass. But I, no, I think I mean, it's the perfect, perfect fit. It makes sense. It really does. That's why, you know, that's kind of really the the best route they could go. But, nah, I don't know. It, it really just depends on what Shanahan views Lance as. Because, you know, I, I've seen some people connect the dots to one of their uh, the 49ers player personnel one of the guys in the in the front office, he's the new GM of the Titans now. So people are trying to say, oh, you know, I'm pretty sure he'll trade for Trey Lance um, since he already has the Niners connections, which, I mean, it makes sense. But 
It, it's all up to Shanahan right now. It depends on what, what he wants to do with the team and what he sees fit. But, uh, yeah, it's going to be interesting. QB and uh, offensive tackle, the right tackle, is really all they need to fill. I mean, I I think they could find a decent guy to play Jimmy Ward's role. I mean, he got downgraded to nickel corner towards the end of the year anyway. They have Hafunga. Like, they have dudes on the secondary, so they just need to replace him and get a new right tackle, whether that's in the draft or – uh, free agency but yeah I, I mean we'll see it's all it's all yeah. up to it's all up to shanahan from here we'll see what happens but shipped into the afc championship game Ooh. i i'm not mad i'm really not mad i picked the Bengals. i said you know i'm i'm, I'm, you I'm sure not, you're not mad i'm I mean, really not saying it's rigged i know ben is going on around Ooh, i mean because... we could get into that but i'm just saying like honestly i'm not mad that oh my god the Fucking! I said it in the preview. I mean, I prefaced it with both. I feel like we both did. We weren't gonna be surprised if we got any matchup in the Super Bowl. Bengals, Eagles, Chiefs, Eagles, Chiefs, Niners, Bengals, Niners. Like we're gonna, we were just kind of saying like, yeah. I mean, it can't happen, but this is our pick, kind of deal. So, I mean, listen, the, I I understand there was a lot of calls that went the Chiefs' way. I mean, it's it's fucking bullshit. That was probably one of the worst officiated games I've seen next to the Rams Saints a few years ago with the non-pass interference called. Um, but yeah, let's get to the game before we get to the refs. I mean, the Bengals struggled. The D-line got to him. Your boy, Frank Clark, I, you better buy a jersey with the way you were fucking marketing for him. Hey, that guy, he had <laughs> no, a hell of a game. I, he, no, bro. Chris Jones, MVP of the Chiefs uh, AFC Championship game. That was just – he took over that That's game. That's line, bro. That he got his, line, he got his first two uh, postseason sacks in that game, and obviously the big one coming in the end uh, when the Bengals were driving with the two-minute drill. But, <laughs> yeah, the whole D-line, you know, you got to give them their, their flowers, their credit. The uh, Bengals – in the beginning, they were hit in the mouth. They didn't really know what to do with that with that D line, but um, I don't know what you think. What you think of the Chiefs' game plan defensively and the Bengals' offensively? Nah, man. I mean, no. The Chiefs, the Chiefs' D line is very underrated. Not many people talk about. It. We always talk about the Eagles, the Niners, the Bills. At some point, uh, one of the best D lines, Chargers. Even at some point with Khalil and Bosa. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the the Chiefs have such an underrated. D line, bro. They got Frank Clark. Uh, they got Chris Jones. Uh, and that Ricky from Iowa. Really forgot his name. I'm not going to lie. And I apologize. I think it's Carl Aftis. No, I'm not oh, Iowa. Purdue. Purdue. Yeah. yeah. Um, such a good guy. I, I paid a lot of attention to him because I know the, I wanted the Falcons to get him. Uh, but we ended up getting London um, and Arnold that can maybe from Penn State. But uh, very underrated. Uh, they, they, they just made Burrow uncomfortable all game. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I know you can always do the, you know, quote-unquote quick passes to Jamar, to Higgins. Bro, it just feels like – does it feel like Jamar Chase is more of like a deep threat guy than a than a Justin Jefferson where he can get open any play? It just felt like that to me with him. I, I mean, they were – I think they were doubling him most of the game. But mm-hmm. that, the schemes too, I yeah, I don't get why they didn't play him in the slot more. I mean, they had Higgins in the slot once Boyd got hurt and – um. Yeah, I I think they should have played them all over the field instead of just yeah, just go deep and run crossing routes and verts. Like, come on, like you need to 
he needed to do some more in the middle of the field stuff. And he was he had a quiet game besides that big pass. And then um that, man, that was pretty much it. What else did he do? I mean <laughs> then he had he had a <laughs> exactly. touchdown, I think. Like I don't know. I, I, no, I don't think he did, but mm-hmm. yeah, he had a pretty quiet game and I think that was more on the game plan. They just didn't they didn't adjust. And that's the that was the night and day from last year because last year they made all the adjustments they needed to, and then this year they didn't. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's true. No, I mean, I mean, Higgins, Higgins was the bread and butter for Burrow on Sunday. Agreed. Agreed. I mean, it's it's the defense. I just want to give a lot of – for giving out flowers, this isn't my flowers, though, but I will give credit uh, <clears> to <throat> the Chiefs' defense for – Mm-hmm. containing Burrow as much as they could. Uh, they did a better job holding him down than the Bills did the week before. Yeah. I know the secondary is sus, um, but I want to give a um, shout-out to, I think his name is McDuffie, the rookie. Um, however, had, had a hell of a game, uh, kind of disrupted the ball a couple times. Um, we won't see it in the stat sheet, but he, he did tremendous uh, for the Chiefs. Um, I know there's that one play in particular where Burrow went out of the uh, pocket uh, threw a sidearm to to Higgins, and you know he just tipped it, and they kind of threw Higgins off a little bit. And it was incomplete. So, uh, had a, had a hell of a game, McDuffie. That secondary did pretty good, and holding Jamar Chase as you mentioned down. Um, and yeah, it was just it was crazy. It was a crazy, crazy game on the defense and in the offense, bro. They just the fact that they were able to muster twenty three points with just Kelsey out there and, and uh, MBS, like that's impressive. Mm-hmm. I thought, you know. The other weapons would at least start show up. I thought Andy Reid would just fucking you know scheme it better for Sky Moore to get some more action, but uh, nothing was open for the Chiefs, bro. Especially at the end of the game, they got lucky. I think, in my opinion, in that part because I mean they were just doubling Kelsey and letting the other receivers just you know have it away, get open if you can. And for Mur- for Mahomes, yeah, but who that- who was the others covered by Eli fucking Apple? At the end of the day, I knew this was going to fucking bite them in the ass. It bit them in the ass last year. It bit them in the ass this year. Eli fucking Apple, bro. MVS was cooking him all night. Like, come yeah. on, bro. Yeah, I know. It was it was crazy um, how they were able to just cook him a lot. And I don't know. The, the running game wasn't a factor at all, which shocked me a little bit. Um, but they still somehow got the victory, bro. So shout out to the Chiefs for overcoming that adversity. They're gonna need that again heading into Arizona against Philly. So, um, mm. but they got it done. They got it done, and that's all that matters. Move on. Mahomes will be pretty much healthy yeah. by that point. They got to give him shout out too. He he didn't want to get out of the pocket because of his injury, but he had to at some point, especially in that last play of the game when he got the call, the penalty. Mm. Like he 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 had to have done that, and and he did rightfully so. Like, he got the win for them. So shout out to Mahomes. Yeah. I mean, that's – I have to give them credit for sure because Juju, Miko, Sneed, who am I missing? Fucking everybody was getting hurt, bro. Like, there was dudes named Kemp and fucking Sky Moore all of a sudden seeing uh, number two, number three reps. Like, yeah, that's that's crazy. I mean, I, I shout out to the others, bro. I mean, they stepped up. Uh, Pacheco, even in the passing game, he stepped up. I know he's not quote-unquote another, but, you know, he, he – couldn't run the ball. They pretty much shut that aspect down. And, you know, he still found a way to help out, you know, in other areas of the field, blocking, pass catching. So, yeah, I mean, everybody stepped up. Um, Sheesh, man. I, I'm just like, I'm, I'm, what I'm pissed about is I, I knew this was going to happen with Eli Apple. That's the only thing that to where the Chadobia Wuzier injury 
now it ringed its ugly head around this time. Like the, yeah. the the fact that they kind of snuck by all these weeks without, you know, his name really being a factor, like they were mm-hmm. fine. Now all of a sudden they play the Chiefs and you know, you double Kelsey. All right, you you still need, you know, the slot corner, you still need a number four. You need to be deep at corner playing the Chiefs, playing the Bills, playing you know, all these teams that are really good at weapon-wise and really good at offensively. And, yeah, Eli Apple, that's – they need to figure that out. I think he's a free agent. Just let him walk. I mean, that's <laughs> – I, I think Sauce Gardner put it the best way possible. He's the Pat Beverly of the NFL. And what has Pat Beverly done in the NBA? Get move on. Let him walk. Let him get his money with whoever. And then start building your your new squad because they have some good guys in the secondary like the rookie uh cam taylor Britt. like they have good dudes they just need to see more reps and you know we'll see if they do that this offseason let fucking eli apple walk but um okay i want to get to the Bengals, bro offensively towards the end of the game bro he just didn't have a good game to me i i think he left way too much out there on the table with the particular the drive i'm thinking of in particular is um, the drive where he threw the interception, where uh, it was Higgins down deep and Williams t- or Brian Cook tipped it, and then the rookie Williams picked it off. It's third and th- it was second and three and third and three on those back to back plays. He threw a good ball to Chase. Chase got tripped up and hit him in the helmet. I'm not blaming that on Burrow, but second and three, bro. Why are you throwing deep? Yeah, like you, ha- it's you have all you you have. You're controlling the pace of this game how it goes. Started second and three. I think it was at the 40 or the 30, whatever it was, their side of the field. They're driving. They got they converted two third downs. Okay, they missed that one. Just get the first down. What does he do? He throws a bomb to Higgins and he's double covered. I understand Higgins, the the joke or whatever. The running theme is it's an 80-20 ball. It's never 50-50 with Higgins. Higgins is always gonna come up with those. But you're running, you're on your back foot throwing. You threw a bomb. Third and three. I keep saying that because you just get the first down and keep the chains moving. Then take your shot on first or second down whenever you want to take it. But I just don't think that was the right play call. I don't think that was the right move to make. You just get the gain of the the next uh, downs. You know, you get your first down going and then move on. But that was just a bad play. The interception just swung the whole momentum. Um, obviously the Chiefs getting fifth down, that's kind of bullshit, but um, it was, bro. You're gonna say it's not. I mean, the refs are gonna say the the refs are seeing the Chiefs get their punt unit on, and then we're gonna say, Oh, the play is dead, and we're gonna run it back. Why where was this when the play was over? Like right away. Just say, Hey, we try to shut it down, and now we're shutting it down. Like, I don't know. To me, they, the ref that was running on the field, little side jog, like he didn't really try his best. And then he just let the play happen. That's, that's, no, you can't do that as a referee. Like, you can't, bro. That was just a, a bad call. <clears throat> and then people are going to say, oh, the Chiefs got a touchdown taken away and interception taken away on penalties, this and that. But, I mean, there's a lot of holding calls. There was a, that was that instance where they got five downs. Um, obviously Eli Apple got the holding call again. I'm roasting his ass all fucking podcast. Um, just bad refereeing, bro. You can't sit here and tell me they did their best job. That was just lazy on their part. Oh, I mean, I'm, I'm, we get to, bro. I, I don't think that referee was the best job. I will agree to that. That was, was terrible. It was a shit. I mean, but I, my thing is, 
it's both ways, bro. Like, obviously, they, there's going to be more attention to the Chiefs' calls because, you know, it's the end of the game and they got more of the, the calls at the end. But even at the beginning, bro, you got to admit, I mean, Pacheco, when he got the touchdown, I'll call back. said that. Holding. Yeah, I know. I understand. I mean, it. You yeah, can make the like, argument both ways, but at the end of the I game, you that. can't fuck up like that, bro. Come on. Bro, people make mistakes. It's human nature. I mean, we're fucking up the whole game. Like, it, it just happens. It sucks to say, but, I mean, it's part of football, bro. Unfortunately, it is. It's part of football where, you know, unless we got robotic refs out there, like, you know, how they're doing baseball nowadays, like, you're going to miss a call here and there. You're going to have to miss a call. And I was watching the Pat McAfee show earlier, bro, and, and uh, my boy, my boy, uh, the, the OG ref, he retired. I think his name is, uh, uh, I forgot his name. Um... God damn it! It's gonna stick to me. It's his name is Sterator or oh, Gene. Uh, yeah, my guy Gene. He was talking about like, bro, like you're you're gonna miss you're gonna miss calls. Like, for instance, the Devontae Smith play catch in the Philly game. Like that wasn't a catch. It was not a catch. No. But in real time, it did. I thought it was a catch when I saw it. I was like, oh shit, what a hell of a catch! Fourth down. Uh, but he's like, you're comparing the human eye to a frame by frame camera. Or like you're you're bound to miss calls, bro. You really are. And the whole Chiefs extra fifth down thing, like, I mean, the ref was kind of trying to stop the play. He was. Uh, so but how like many he, times? I'll, I'll ask you this, Julian. How many times do they let plays like they they blow them dead right away? You see every ref running in front of the play, and they blow. They keep blowing their whistles. They blow that shit dead. Make sure the play's not ran through. That one was like he blew his whistle like a couple of times and then he was running and then he stopped once he saw the ball was hype. I was like, what the fuck? Like I've never seen that ever in a game where they, but if you, they know a play is dead and they let it go out all the way. No, like that's not but a if thing. You notice, if you notice anytime that happens, when you mentioning like the play, the refs dive in there and stop the play. It's usually the back line judge or kind of like the other guy that's like along the line of scrimmage. This this time it was the guy on the other side of the field, like the where the safeties were. Like you very rarely does that happen. But Gene was talking about how like it's not their responsibility of like you know to be the one to look at that. But you do have those refs that double check it themselves. Like those refs, that ref that made that blunk where he like said stop the play, stop the play. It's not his response, his primary responsibility to stop that um, that play because of the mess up at the times. But he does have the responsibility of double checking. Um, in case the other refs fuck up, which they did, and you know, obviously that happened. But I, I don't know. You always notice the backline judge is the one that stops the play and and prevents the quarterback from throwing it or get the ball from the center up blah, 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 all that shit. Or the intentional groundings. How many times have we seen QBs just throw that shit to the ground and the running back is like kind of there and they don't call it, but they call it. I there. did think. You know, you're gonna think I'm crazy, bro. When I saw that play live, I was like, "Is that not intentional grounding? Like, where the fuck's the receiver running back at?" And then I saw they called it. I was like, "Okay," I was, they were thinking what I was thinking, but I don't know. That one was like also it's a fifty-fifty call, um, and they made it, of course. Mm-hmm. But it is what it is. I don't know. Yes, I will say a lot of bad beat, calls. The, the way shit. the way you're sounding is you're working for the league right now. That's how you sound right now, bro. Like this is bro. I I will not. I will admit the ref was shit. It was bad. It was it was not the best game out there officiating wise. But they're human, and some of the calls I can I can see why they that why they made them. <clears throat> or your your beloved roughing the passer call, bro. The time where they call. should the well, the time they should have thrown it, they didn't throw it. Yeah, Frank, no, Frank I, that one I will agree with you. I will agree. That should have been a rough in the past. If they're going to be consistent about the whole thing. And I think that play was more dangerous than Grady Jarrett doing what Tom Brady did to him. Or did, <laughs> Come on, Grady yeah. Jarrett was uh, 
I had a slumber party with Tom Brady, bro. Yeah, bro. <laughs> I, was just... I know. Yeah, that one was – I'm on the seat, but yeah. that was a shit call. Yeah. But I'm not sitting here saying the reps fucked everything up because the Bengals, again, I'm going to sit here and say they left a lot on the table, and the game was there to be had, and they didn't take advantage of it fully. And, you know, even that first interception, what was Burrow looking at? Like the one where he threw it right to Watson. I'm like, bro, what was that throw? Like, come on. I get pressure was in his face and all that, but you can't make those type of throws in that situation. Like, he should know better than that. And, hey, it is what it is. They, they're they're done. I mean, they had a good season. Um, you know, they exceeded a lot of expectations. I know you and I still had them going to the AFC Championship, but um, some people thought it was a fluke. I didn't think it was. I thought, like Benner even said it last year, we both were like, give this guy an O-line and see what happens. And he showed us, but. Yeah, I mean, what, who's more to blame for on the Bengals side? Like, the, the, there has to be a scapegoat. I'm not going to sit here and say it was Osai. Uh, he had a great game. You know, he shouldn't have – he shouldn't have even, – even though it wasn't as bad as it looked, you know, live, once you see the replay, I mean, he just tripped on his foot. But he, should have, he shouldn't have even tried to push him out. Like, he was already running out. Just – you didn't have the angle either way. Just let him run out. Like, it, it would have been – um, I forgot what the situation was in that time. I know that was to get the first down, and then they got 15 more yards. But it was it was third still, down and like it was third and four, I think. Yeah, yeah. So Mahomes had to go at the now, end okay, third. they they still needed a couple more yards because Butker was kind of iffy and kind of shaky in warmups. So they needed to get a couple more yards. Like that's just situational awareness. And you even saw Mike Hilton, like he stopped. He's like, all right, Mahomes is going out, but as soon as he saw Osai going, he like threw his hands up kind of you saw his head go up i'm like ah like i feel for him but at the same time you know that you know the situation you know what's going on you know that penalty is going to be called whether it was as bad as it as it looked or not like they're going to call that every time and it's hard though i give defenders you know a lot of leeway with that because it's kind of hard to stop once you're running full speed it's like what do you want me to do just like dive on the floor like i yeah i don't know i get that but I I'm not like blaming the, I him. I don't like the I, call either. I don't. I, mean, I don't like Jermaine Pratt blaming him at the end of the game. Neither do I. That was neither stupid. Do I, bro. I, like, come on. It's just a. It's just an ugly situation to be in, bro. As a defender, and I've seen this. That's why I don't. I despise Kenny Pickett because of the famous fake slide. Oh, the fake slide <laughs> from Pittsburgh. Yeah. When he was playing for University. Of Pittsburgh. That's hard. Bro, I hate that. Like defenders are gonna try to hit you, and if you do, you get penalized. So sometimes defenders, knowing that, they just kind of let you slide. And sometimes, bro, the quarterback continues to dive and, like, put his head down, and he gets an extra, like, five, six yards. I'm like, that's some fucking bullshit. It's a game of yards. Like, if if if, if the defender would have known the quarterback was going to do that, he would have hit him. Mm-hmm. But he can't because then he's just going to get another 15-yard penalty. So, it's just a shitty situation. Same thing going out of bounds. Like, yeah, yeah like, Mahomes could have gone out of bounds, but there's also a risk of he could have just kept going a little – an extra, like, four or five yards to get um, Bucker enough room for a field goal. Like, yep. there's just a lot of things that go through your head as a defender, and it sucks, bro. It fucking sucks. Yeah, I'm just not – I'm not in that camp where I blame him. I saw a bunch of people on Twitter going, you can't do that. Osai's so stupid. Like, bro, stop. Like, the, the Bengals did not help themselves out either in that game. And, yeah, that's why they're not moving on. So, But I got to tell cool. you, Julian, you're the Michael Jordan of podcast, bro. I just can't believe how good you are at this, like, you know, you're 
<laughs> I know that's your boy Tony Romo, bro. But fuck, can't stand that guy. Now he's just insane. I'm glad the fucking Super Bowl is not on Fox well, or uh, CBS. CBS. Holy shit, bro! Leave him alone. That's my guy, bro. He's he's better. He's not the best. I mean, he's not the best. Uh, but he's better than than the Chris Collinsworth and and. I don't even like the Fox crew that much. I mean, they don't wow me as good. I mean, Greg Olsen's a hell of a commentator, but he doesn't wow me as much as when Rumble makes these fucking calls or Jim Nance, bro. Like that's a what that's is a good what? Crew. Okay, let let's talk about what does Romo do that wows you? His first two years, I told you, no doubt, he's he he would he just knew what was gonna happen, and it's like, oh, that's cool. Like now, it's like Jim, oh Jim. Oh, it's tough, Jim. Bro, he's that's tough. He's into the like, game, bro. He's into the game. The the other announcers are just like, "Oh, what a play there by so and so." Joe Buck used to be down. one of the worst. He used, I think, he was trying to be like Pat Summerall, like the serious, no emotion. But I'm gonna sit here and say Tony Romo is the best color commentator in the game right now, bro. No, it's just. I, I can't I, I need to watch those games on mute. I need to put it in S- SAP because I can't I can't listen to these games no more when it's Mahomes or Allen. I, I was like towards the end he was comparing every he was com- he compared him to Drexler and Jordan. I'm like, bro, stop. He just that was a two, horrible take. two weeks ago he just called Josh Allen champ, Mr. January and Mr. Clutch. Then he lost the next week. And you could tell in that Bills and Bengals game, he was upset. That Allen couldn't do what he wanted. Like he was like, that was a perfectly bro uh, thrown ball, Jim. But it was out of bounds, Jim. Like what? That you just contradicted yourself, bro. Like then this week, Jordan Drexler. He's Jordan. He's the next goat. He's this and that. I'm like, oh my god. Like please, please, can this game be over? Like, ah, uh, I don't know. I don't know how you could put up with it, bro. I really can't. But again, that's the cowboy fan in you, bro. Your 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 colors oh are showing. God. Your Here colors are showing. I, I bro, see him. I, I don't know why you hate Jim Nance too. Jim Nance. No, Jim Nance cool. is Boy, fine. Best. I love Jim Nance and Phil Sims. You know, I I that was that was the the crew honestly. Where I was like, once I knew they were calling that game, it's like, all right, that's the game of the week because they have the A team on. I love Jim Nance. I have nothing against Jim Nance. It's it's Romo. Like, yeah, uh, I'm just sick of. Here we go, Jim. It's big, Jim. This is huge. Yeah, bro. You can't lie though. That you go when there's like a huge fourth down play, fourth and three. He says that, right? I mean, you gotta admit, you you think oh, that's it. like, oh shit, here we go. This is a good play. Nah, nah I can't. I'm sick of ah. Oh, and don't get me wrong, Collins. Oh, Mahomes. Oh man, Mahomes is just the greatest, isn't he, Mike? Isn't he, Mike? Nah, I I can't I can't hear that either, but. I, you know, Burkhardt and Olsen, they're not, I, I think they're the, besides they're, they're Buck good, and Aikman, they're average besides Buck and they're, Aikman, they're, they're the next crew up. They're good. I will admit, like, I, I, I love like Olsen. The fact I like Olsen. I really do. I feel for they, them when They Sprady just don't wow it. me, bro. They just don't wow me. Like, they're good. I can listen to them with peace and quiet, but like, I, I'm not like hyped or after hearing them after a good play, like, I'm not like, oh, fuck. Like, wow. Like, I'm not hyped with them as, as I am with Romo and the guys. Hmm. Just say, just say Romo, bro. Nance, Nance knows how to call games. It's, it's the in between where Romo's like, I don't know. He's, he's making shit up as he goes. I'm not even gonna bring up what Benner said yesterday. Like, I'm not even gonna bring up that part. Oh uh, yeah, right? no, that's, that, that, <laughs> that, that's that kind almost, of a reach, bro. Like, I can see why they would think that, but nah, that's, that's it. Sounded reach. like it. I'm not gonna lie. It almost sounded like that slipped, but I can't say for sure that's what he was gonna say or not. Exactly. Like, 
You know, if I if I knew, I'd be like, all right, fuck Tony Romo. He's gonna say that shit on live TV. But I don't know. I don't know. I don't know why he okay. said that. I don't know why he was starting that. But hey, <laughs> I don't know what was going through his head. Like you said, it's in the moment, but at the same time, it's like, oh, what was gonna slip right there, bro? Hold up, you're you're on CBS right now, like a couple hundred thousand people on TV. But uh, nah, it was a good game though. Like it's fine. I, I'm not mad about that game. The Eagles 49ers more. I'm just like, you know. It sucks that we didn't get to see a good game, but um, yeah, I mean, Arizona Chiefs Eagles. I don't know if you kind of want to get into a little preview because I, I have a different idea for how we're gonna preview it this year. But um, it what well, I know we talked about it last year before the NFC and AFC Championship game. But was this the best matchup you wanted to see, or was there another game you wanted to see? Like was no, it Chiefs like Eagles? Yeah. Before the playoffs, let, let's go back. When the playoffs started, you saw the full bracket. What was the right. Super Bowl you wanted? I actually wanted Bills in there. Um, mm-hmm. and we're, and we're talking fair. like preseason. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah fair, fair. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm I would say like when the playoffs were like when they started, like Wild Card Weekend. That was oh, leading okay. days we're before. Talking wild card. Yeah, we're yeah, talking yeah. About wild card. Okay, I know who um, you wanted before this season. I'm talking about now. No, yeah. Uh, no, if you ask me, when the playoffs started, my dream. Super Bowl was the Chiefs actually. I, I wanted the Chiefs back in there. Mm. Uh, I would pick the Chiefs and then I would want the Niners uh, yeah. or the Cowboys. One of the two um, would have been cool. Honestly, I couldn't fathom seeing the Cowboys in the Super Bowl. So I'd probably pick the Niners <laughs> as a dream Super Bowl, bro. I would not stop hearing it from folks here. And um, yeah, I, I bet on them to make the Super Bowl. <clears throat> but at the end of the day, like, I don't mind losing the money that I bet on them to be honest, um, mm-hmm. to see them out. So I I think Niners Chiefs was my dream one. If Purdy was healthy, yeah. or even if Jimmy G played, because it's it's one of the best defenses against Mahomes. It's the rematch. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, vice versa. I mean, I would love to see Mahomes or Purdy against, you know, that D-line um, and stuff. So mm-hmm. I would that would have been my dream Super Bowl. I, I, I'm i pissed at myself for not keeping the Chiefs pick. I had him before the year, and I should have stuck with it. But, oh, well. But I think with these four games, I, before the 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 uh, wild card game started, I wanted um obviously I had Bengals Niners up there, but Chiefs Niners was right there. I think those two those two would have been crazy. I, you know, Burrow against that defense, Purdy. We'll see how he looked against the the Bengals defense. Bengals defense is low. That's a low key underrated defense right there. Nobody talks about them, you know. And I think they're starting to see how good they really are, but. Once they get rid of Eli Apple, bro, they're going to be a top five unit next year. That's going to be crazy to see. But mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I think out of these four matchups, this is the least super, the least likely Super Bowl I wanted to see. That one or Bengals Eagles. I mean, these the the narratives that are coming out already: the Kelsey Bowl, the Andy Reid Bowl. It's just going to be played out by next Tuesday. I'm already sick of the fucking storylines coming out, but. Um, yeah, who's your flowers going to, bro? Mahomes? Who's no. Uh, <laughs> the flowers. MVS? Uh, no, 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 bro. It's going to go to Howie Roseman, bro. My oh, flowers go to that's Howie a good Roseman. One. Good one. Uh, just the, what he pulled, bro. Getting rid of Wentz, getting what he got, and then flipping that and getting A.J. Brown, you know, Devontae mm-hmm. Smith, a couple more first rounders, bro. That is an impressive as Jordan Davis. GM. Yeah, bro, impressive. He signed Hassan Reddick uh, to a Gardner Johnson, Darius Slay, yeah, Bradbury, right? I think so. Mm-hmm. I mean, Bradbury, dude, he he had a hell of an off season. Um, 
and it's only going to get better from here because he's got another two first-rounders coming up. He can flip it for more if he wants, or he can kind of, Ugh. you know, capitalize and, and, you know, get more big pieces. So, Did you say Lamar, uh, hold up. Is that what, what I just heard you say, Lamar? No, I said get some more. Oh, God, I say Lamar, hold up now. Now no. we're going to talk about that. No, no, no. <laughs> he's going to flip and get some more. Okay, okay. Uh, you know, he could flip one of those first-rounders, get <clears throat> some more pieces yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and stuff. So I think I think got to give my flowers to Harry Rosen, bro. Yeah. Hell, of, hell of a GM rookie he did this past offseason. I agree. And I'll, I'll I'll be the first one to say, I. how many times have I called him on this podcast, Julian? I think – when we first started, I was calling him out like every week of, of the season. I, I'm going to eat the crow on this one. Yeah, I, I think what he did, five years removed from beating the Patriots, um, this time in the 2017-2018 year, uh, amazing with Nick Foles. Both of, I saw that stat. Both of Carson Wentz's backups are going to the Super Bowl. They led the team to the Super Bowl. Like, that's just crazy to think about. Everything he's flipped, all the assets, and he, like you said, he has more. Devontae Smith is barely going into his third year, and they have two more years on his contract left before they have to extend him. Obviously, Hurts is going to get the bag in the offseason is what I'm seeing. So, man, I mean, they they just have a lot of flexibility. Obviously, they have Davis. They have that elite offensive line. They're sad, bro. I mean, this is the, they might be the team to beat in the NFC because the NFC, we know, is so wide open. It flip-flops every year. And, you know, if they play their cards right with these two draft picks they have coming up and, you know, like you said, they can get someone, you know, even better with that or more assets for the future. If they want to go the the Thunder route, the Pelicans route of the NBA and just trade for more picks. But, um, yeah, I mean, that that's a good one. I have to give mine. I don't want to copy that because that, that was a really good one. I don't think you're going to say Roseman, but um. I want to give mine to Mahomes and MVS. I think MVS more because, again, he he's really been he had he had a an average year, below average year to say the least. I mean, he just didn't really do much for me this year. And then in the playoffs, in this game in particular, when they needed him the most, everybody was out. Nobody was really up to up to the game besides Kelsey, of course. But they they focused on him. He was there. I mean, that touchdown that he threw where it was like Mike Hilton was like in fingertip reach of tipping the ball and he caught it. And, you know, I think every big third down conversion was through MBS. I mean, I have to give my flowers to him and obviously Mahomes for fighting through that injury. Like you said, a couple of times he was rolling out and it was hurting him, but he was fighting through and yeah, I mean, it's going to be a good one. It's going to be a good Super Bowl, and I'm excited. We'll get to the preview. And that's it, Julian. What else you got? Nothing else? Is that it? <laughs> no, nah, my bad. No, it's it's all, right, it's all right. good, man. Appreciate everything. Uh, hell of a Sunday. Even though you gave it a five out of ten, I give it a seven out of ten. So it's good. It's good. Coverage. The the Chiefs and Bengals saved it. I'll say that they yeah. saved it. Yeah. With, even though it was shitty refs, there's a good game to say the least. So, mm-hmm. uh, we'll get to the previews, and just make sure to leave a five star rating, follow our social medias, and we'll catch you in the next one. Peace. Peace.